The past month has seen a wave of anti-Semitic attacks in the New York City area. These incidents have ranged from ugly racial confrontations in public spaces to violent attacks such as the mass shooting in Jersey City that left four dead in a kosher deli and a machete-wielding assailant entering a rabbi's home in Muncie, New York, and injuring five people. On Sunday, an estimated 20,000 Jews and their allies rallied in lower Manhattan to demand an end to these anti-Semitic attacks. To help us make sense of what is happening and what a healthy response to this wave of hate crimes would look like, we are joined tonight by Rabbi Ellen Lippman. She is the founder and Rabbi Emerita of the Kolot High New Synagogue in Park Slope, Brooklyn, and a member of the Board of Jews for Racial and Economic Justice, or JFREG. Rabbi Lippman, welcome to the WBAI Evening News. Thanks so much, John. I'm really pleased to be here with you. Yes, thank you for joining us. Uh, you were at the uh, extraordinary rally that took place in yesterday in Lower Manhattan. Many thousands of people gathered from across the full spectrum of the Jewish community in New York, as well as allies who were there in support. First of all, can you paint a picture of what it was like to be there, what you saw and heard, and the general mood of the crowd? Well, it was it was quite incredible to walk, as I did, um, from Broadway on Duane Street to gather with several communities, including Jews for Racial and Economic Justice, at the African Burial Ground Monument, Mm. and to take in for a moment um, the reality of the ground under our feet in New York City, um, and then to see this enormous um, gathering that kept growing and growing and growing um, in Foley Square and sort of spilling out into all of the side streets um, and side um, plazas around Foley Square. And to see a fairly wide range of Jewish community, meaning a uh, wide range in ages, um, wide range in at least visibly sort of levels of Jewish um, uh, ritual garb um, in apparent um, a range of opinion, judging on signs that people held or um, arguments that were overheard right. or um, or uh, yeah positions ex- um, explained. I would say that where I was, I was um, a little saddened that there were very few. Jews of color, there were a few um, among our community gathered, but um, I'm not sure that Jews of color um, would always have felt comfortable in this large, almost entirely white gathering. Um, And I guess that it would have been nice to see more um, Hasidic Jews who have been the the recent victims of those anti-Semitic attacks. But Mm. Overall, the gathering was um, lively and engaging, and people seemed genuinely um, both happy and um, determined to be there. Great. And one of the slogans uh, some marchers had on their signs yesterday was, safety and solidarity. Yes. Uh, can you take a moment to talk about what that means? Sure. Um, that was actually a slogan that... Um, for the group that I was with, primarily Jews for Racial and Economic Justice and some of our other more progressive um, uh, colleague organizations and some progressive synagogues, um, it was a phrase that helped us try to get, you know, in a phrase at the idea that 
we Jews can't stand alone in looking at anti-Semitism or um, the ways that it affects us when we are living in such an enormous and um, multiracial and cross-cultural city uh, as New York that and including um, many communities who experience violence um, and attacks of various kinds regularly um, and often, um, that we must stand together, that our safety is bound up with the safety of our neighbors, um, and that if we think that we can have a march that only focuses on anti-Semitism, um, we can do that to help strengthen ourselves, and we must feel ourselves strongly included in the diversity of New York City, but we can't long um, predicate our safety on just a focus on anti-Semitism right. without now, also looking at others. Right. Uh, now, at the same time, uh Mayor uh, Bill de Blasio has responded uh, to the increase in anti-Semitic incidents by vowing to beef up the NYPD's presence in neighborhoods with significant Jewish populations. Uh, yes. So this is a, a – can you talk about why this uh, uh, might be a problematic approach? Sure. I mean, I should also say that I, I understand the fears of Jewish communities um, after – you know, a, a series of harsh and harsher and murderous attacks. Um, I understand that people are afraid, and sometimes when we're afraid, we want to say, get me more protection, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But I think it's, it's similar to what I was saying before. If we don't understand, for instance, the fear that our black neighbors and friends may feel at the presence of greater police presence when they have been so regularly um, attacked by police, um, we will not um, create the kinds of bonds in our neighborhoods that we want going forward. We have to be aware of what um, an over, a sort of overdoing it of gun power on behalf of Jews may look like to other communities. And while we may feel that it will briefly or temporarily make us safer, uh, I certainly think that in the long run, it's a more dangerous way to go. That my hope is that we can instead do the long, slower, harder work of, um, of knowing our neighbors deeply and engaging with them and building bonds between us and learning between us that ultimately will be the way that we can feel safest on our streets, in our neighborhoods, in our homes. Okay, we'll have to leave it there, but thank you for uh, joining us uh, tonight. Uh, Rabbi Ellen Lippman, uh, Rabbi Emerita from the uh, Kolot Hayenu Syne Synagogue. Thank you for the assist. Thank you again for joining us tonight on the WBAI Evening News presented by The Independent. Thanks.